the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinal football is on the air. Coughing, dropping back to pass. He's being pursued. Screenplay set up quite nicely. Touchdown. Totally wide open. Touchdown, Jackson Riley. All right, Cardinal Jackson Riley from three yards out. Foster looking left. Airs it out, looking for Porter. And the end zone. Touchdown, Coldwater. Foster just dropped that one right into Porter. What a dime. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Branch County Abstract and Title, CNO Insurance Services, Case Realty Group, CEM Supply, Cole Ford, Hewley's Jewelry, Diana, Jordan and Allison Butler, Financial Advisors with Edward Jones, El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, Ask Kaywood PC, Hale Trailers and Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing and Embroidery, Jay Wright, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, Jungle Pets, Matt Hale at Holmes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Realty Group, Nottawa Gas and Wild Bird Center, Surpro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties, Southern Marsh Realty, and Union Pallet and Container Company. And cool greetings from Marshall High School's Rich Holco Field. Coldwater Cardinal football is on the air. The Interstate 8 opener between the Coldwater Cardinals and the Marshall Redhawks. I'm Sean Watson to my left. It's actually Coach Mike Murphy uh, next to me. Uh, somehow Coach Quinn Berry got a little bit confused in his calendar. He thought he was going to be up here with me, but it works out to his advantage because he's going to be providing us updates from the big Cross County battle between Bronson and Quincy out at the Big Q. Yes, and uh, that's always a fun one uh, for sure on the schedule, and uh, good that Quinn can be there. And It's good to be here tonight, Sean. Uh, such a traditional game here, too. Uh, I was looking at your numbers over the years. Marshall's kind of kind of dominated in this uh, competition, but Cardinals in the last 10 to 15 years have kind of held their own. All of the recent success coming on the heels of this field's namesake's retirement from coaching at Marshall uh, in 2009 uh, when he led the Red Hawks to their second state championship. And then he uh, retired, became the head coach at Olivet College for a couple of years before he finally hung up his whistle and headset for good. Absolutely. And uh, and. Uh, uh, still a grass field, you know. We don't see a lot of these anymore in the in the I-8, but uh, things are looking good. It's a nice night for football. Well, one of these teams will pick up their first victory of the season tonight. Coming up after this two-minute break, we'll set up tonight's showdown between the Cardinals and Red Hawks. Kickoff coming up at the top of the hour. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskewood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskewood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. HessKwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. When the relief valve on your water heater fails, pouring gallons of water into your finished basement or an electrical shortage in your office causes extensive smoke and water damage. 
or that musty odor indicates you might have a mold problem. You need a lot more than just help cleaning up. That's why ServPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties is your one-stop shop when disaster strikes. Not only do they have the equipment and expertise to clean up damage from fire, water, or mold, but they also offer a variety of construction services, which means there's just one call to make to bring your home or business back as good as new as soon as possible. So no matter what happens, ServPro is always there to help. Call ServPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261 to see how they can help you get back to like it never even happened. Hi, I'm Diana Butler. I'm Jordan Butler. And I'm Allison Butler. We're your local Edward Jones Financial Advisors. When we work together, we'll focus on what's important to you. We'll use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy. And we'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Call us at 279-0541 or stop by our office at 863 East Chicago Street in Coldwater. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Marshall High School. Sean Watson, Mike Murphy, Mike Side, Justin Lopshire back in the WTVB studios producing and engineering tonight's broadcast. Uh, if you heard a little bit of uh, hiss in our first segment and a little bit of scraping right now, that's because directly underneath our position in the press box, they're grilling burgers. It, it, this, did we mention, uh, I don't think we have yet, that this is uh, Marshall's home opener. It is after a couple road games to start the uh, season, and yeah, those burgers do smell great up here. And they've got a really full concession stand. This is a huge press box and uh, a really nice facility. We're at Rich Hulco Field. We're about another 25 minutes or so away from the kickoff of uh, the Coldwater Cardinals taking on the Marshall Red Hawks. Both teams coming in at 0-2, uh, losing their two non-conference games to start the season. Uh, for the Cardinals, of course, they lost to Sturgis on uh, opening night, 34-12. to And last week, Lost at Plainwell. A really interesting game as it turned out. Uh, I had to go back and listen to the broadcast so I can uh, figure out the stats for myself. Uh, 34-27 was the final score. Uh, Coldwater had 298 yards of total offense, 468 for Plainwell. And uh, on the ground, we had uh, 141 for Coldwater, 454 for the Plainwell Trojans. Uh, that stud running back, that... Uh, was a big fear of Coach Jeff Scorfar, Ryan McDaniel. 28 carries, 309 yards, and three touchdowns. Their quarterback was no slouch either. 15 carries for 129 yards and a touchdown. Uh, throwing the ball, the plain wall quarterback was just two of four for 16 yards, believe it or not. Yeah, they sure didn't need to throw the ball the way they were running it. And uh, um, that's going to certainly be one of the keys tonight. Can the Cardinals defensively... Um, make a better showing tonight than we've seen in that first couple weeks through the first half and about half of the third quarter zach coughing passing just one of eight for three yards so midway through the third quarter the switch was made drayson foster the freshman phenom came in at quarterback and uh, how did he do he almost single-handedly led the cardinals to victory finishing 12 of 26 for 157 yards and three touchdowns 
He hit, uh, what, well, Evan Porter a couple times? Uh, check that. That was the combined total. Foster himself was 11 of 18, 154 yards, three touchdowns. He also had a couple carries for 22 yards. Evan Porter, four catches, 87 yards, two scores. Longest was of 33 yards. And then Dayton Ennis had two catches for 11 yards and a touchdown. Drew Ennis, his brother, two carries for 10 yards and a touchdown. Now, Zach Coffing was the leading rusher, 10 carries, 57 yards. Did not score, but averaged 5.7 yards a carry. Uh, However, uh, he was uh, a receiver. He was uh, running with the ball. He's not going to be doing any of those things tonight because of an injury that that he sustained uh, probably midway through the uh, fourth quarter, and it was diagnosed to be uh, stretched tendons in the ankle foot area. So he has been in a... Uh, walking cast uh, most of the week. Uh, next week might be the earliest the Cardinals get him back. So uh, he is definitely going to be missed on uh, both sides of the ball. Absolutely. You know, Zach, uh, you, when you put Drayson in a quarterback, Zach is so valuable as as either a running back or a split end. And, uh, and then the other injury, Jackson Riley, Sean, is going to be a big loss, as you say, on both sides of the ball, too. Well, especially on the defensive side, uh, he didn't really run with the ball last week, but through one half, uh, we had him at about uh, nine tackles unofficially. So, uh, yeah, that was a, a big loss when he wound up uh, breaking his wrist uh, during the run back of the onside kick that uh, really sparked the uh, Cardinals. Uh, as well, you'll, you'll hear... Uh, uh, description of uh, what happened in the pregame interview with Coach Scorfar coming up in just a little bit. Yeah, and, and Jackson made such an impact at the linebacker spot. Just a sophomore played, uh, you know, that second half of his freshman season and big, strong kid. And uh, yeah, the Cardinals will miss him defensively. Now over to the Marshall Redhawks, also 0-2. Their two losses, a loss by a touchdown at Gull Lake, uh, 28-21 to two weeks ago. And then last week, they lost at Mattawa. And my jaw dropped when I saw this final score, 45 to nothing. And it turns out the Redhawks were just held at 89 yards total offense. Yeah, and Coach Scorff said uh, that Mattawan is, is the real deal. They've seen them... Uh, some scrimmaging and what they're capable of so you know marshall i'm sure will look to bounce back tonight in this home opener and uh, cardinals will uh look to get on the right side of the season here as well bill dreyer in his fourth season coaching uh, the red hawks he's actually coming back from a year's sabbatical he took a leave of absence to help care for his wife during her cancer battle uh, cancer battles uh, something unfortunately we're all too familiar with and of course next week back at Coldwater purple week is going to be kind of a reminder of uh, celebrating the lives of people who have lost their battle with cancer and also celebrating uh, everybody that is currently battling cancer and uh, those that have won their battles with cancer. Well, it's become quite a tradition in cold water and and spread to every team. And it's just something to really look forward to in the fall here at uh, CHS. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking more about that as our evening goes on. Uh, right now, let's go ahead and take this two-minute break and be back with the pregame comments of head coach Jeff Scorfar. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. Recycling your cardboard with Union Pallet and Container Company of Coldwater can deliver real value to your business and the environment. 
Recycling just one ton of cardboard saves more than 17 trees and eliminates landfill waste. To learn how you can help save the environment by recycling your company's cardboard, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. Are you dreaming of lakeside living in beautiful Coldwater, Michigan? Look no further than Case Realty Group, your number one lake sales team and lake specialist. Whether you're buying or selling, trust the experts who know the ins and outs of lakefront properties. I'm Carmen Case, and with Case Realty Group, you'll receive top-notch service, unmatched market knowledge, and a seamless experience. Dive into your dream home today. Call Case Realty Group or visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. Like to be a pet owner to something unusual? Something slimy? Hairy. Slithery. Or downright homely? Something that might even terrify the average person? Come to Jungle Pets. For the squeamish, don't worry. They also have cute and furry pets. New arrivals weekly. So stop by often or check their Facebook page. Jungle Pets also carries food and supplies for all the pets they sell, including live and frozen feeders that you won't find anywhere else in Branch County. Jungle Pets in downtown Coldwater. I just love this restaurant, El Chirito. That's El Cerrito. Oh, right. They have the best chimichangas. Actually, it's chimichangas. You must not eat Mexican food very often. Yes, at least once a week. But El Chirito is my favorite. Stop by El Cerrito for lunch or dinner, even if you can't pronounce it. They'll serve up an endless bowl of chips and salsa while you decide what menu item will fill your craving. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Kickoff between the Coldwater Cardinals and Marshall Redhawks. Coming up at the top of the hour right now, we're checking in with Coldwater head football coach Jeff Scorfar. Looking back at last week's game up at Plainwell, one that the Trojans won 34-27. I want to go back and uh, get your thoughts on uh, how you thought the defense did against uh, the running game of uh, Plainwell. Well, obviously we didn't do very well. Like I said in the, in the coach's corner there, we didn't establish a line of scrimmage, a defensive line of scrimmage, which didn't allow our linebackers to play like uh, we designed and like we'd like them to play. Their running back is one of the better running backs I think we'll face all year, and if he gets past the linebacker level, he's tough to bring down if you can get him down. Um, we knew that going in, and we, just, we struggled doing that, and that's something that we've – concentrated on this week and uh, you know hopefully we're going to see a little bit difference this Friday. Now as far as the offense is concerned uh, three and a half quarters of uh, being unable to uh, move the ball primarily sticking with the ground uh, I believe only going uh, one for eight passing then the switch was made to uh, Drayson Foster the uh, freshman and it was like uh, two totally different teams out there on the field up against Plainwell. Yeah it was and you know a lot of that has to do with where we put our different personnel. You know, Drayson, you know, even though he's a freshman, he's got, uh, you know, a lot of experience. He's very headsy quarterback as a freshman. You know, and moving Zach around, he's tough to defend. I mean, he, you know, he can play just about any position on offense. Um, he's probably got the best hands on the team. And when he gets his, uh, you know, running north and south, he's, he's hard to tackle. That proved uh, right on Friday. You know, I think when we made that change, I think Zach touched the ball probably for the first five or six plays that we after we changed him, and all of a sudden we were down on the four-yard line going into score. 
And you're right. I mean, it was, it was almost like the light bulb finally came on. It's like, okay, this is how we can play football. Of course, uh, Zach Coffing, you said you can uh, put him around uh, just about anywhere on the field and he'll do well for the team. But uh, uh, you were telling me before we started recording that uh, that's not going to be the case this week because uh, he had gotten hurt out fourth quarter of the game last week. Yeah, unfortunately, he's got a foot injury. Um, you know, he's in a boot for, for a week or two. Um, but, you know, we're, we're, we're fortunate enough to get him back. You know, he should be coming back to us sometime uh, within the next couple of weeks. But, nope, tonight we're going to play without him, you know, and it's going to give somebody else a chance to play. You know, I've always had that philosophy when, you know, someone goes down, it's somebody else's turn. So you need to step up and show us what you can do. And, you know, it's going to give someone else a chance to uh, put their mark on uh, – on the team and, and see how they can do. Another injury of note, uh, we saw Jackson Riley had to leave the game last weekend. Unfortunately, it uh, looks like he might not be back the rest of the season. Yeah, that one was a tough one. You know, he recovered that onside kick and started running with it and they blew the whistle and, you know, he got tackled. The playing well kid did not hear the whistle and got tackled, but when he got tackled, he did the old thing that we always tell kids never to do when you're falling, don't put your arm down. Well, he was falling, and he put his arm down. He landed on it and, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, broke his wrist. So we'll see how it progresses and things like that. And, you know, the doctors will make the determination. But, you know, if we can get him back for the end of the year, that would be awesome. But if not, you know, once again, we got Drew Ennis stepping up, and he's a extremely uh, good linebacker for us, and he's going to get a uh, chance to show us what he can do. Tonight's opponent, the Marshall Redhawks. The Cardinals have uh, kind of had the upper hand over Marshall the past uh, decade and change. I remember, though, last year's game, the Cardinals had a 14-7 to lead uh, late in the second quarter and uh, never scored again. Marshall got the win last year. What do the Redhawks look like? They're down a little bit from last year. They're young and uh, different uh, kids playing up front, but they're still they're huge up front. They've got a quarterback that can really throw the same kid that was there last year. They've struggled a little bit this year early. They've got some talent. They've got some speed, but they just haven't kind of found their niche yet. Um, And we're hoping that they don't find it tonight. But uh, that's going to depend on how we play defense against them. You know, and then if we can't set the tone early and establish our our defensive line and stop them, then, you know, it's going to be a shootout. And so hopefully we can step up and, and play better defense, and then uh, we should be okay. Jeff Scorfar, head coach of the Coldwater Cardinals, thanks once again for your time, and good luck tonight. Thanks, Sean. We're back with more after this. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. Number 10, number 13, number 35. Have you ever felt like a number when it comes to dealing with people, especially when you're buying or selling your home? That's not how we do it at Southern Marsh Realty. Hi, I'm Angie Marsh. It's all about you and your goals. We treat you like you're supposed to be treated, like an individual, like a person, not a number. When choosing a realtor to sell your home, choose the number one agent in three counties. Angie Marsh at Southern Marsh Realty. Southern Marsh Realty in Quincy. Online at southernmarshrealty.com. Nottawa Gas, your local family-owned propane supplier for over two decades, has a great special going on. At Nottawa Gas, you can pre-buy your propane with a cap price of just $1.94, which means that's the most you'll pay even during the cold of winter. And if the price goes down, your price also goes down. It's a no-lose way of buying propane from Nottawa Gas. But the offer ends September 30th, and with their remote tank monitoring system, you'll never have to worry about running out of gas. Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Tecancha at Old 27, or online at nottawagas.com. 
So you call your virtual insurance company to ask a simple question about your policy. But now you're on hold listening to this music while you wait and wait. Auto Owners works with local independent agents who tailor coverage to meet your needs and pick up the phone when you call because you shouldn't be on hold so long that you memorize the music. That's simple human sense. The no problem people. Your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. The Marshall High School marching band is rushing out onto the field to perform their pregame show. 66 degrees, cloudy skies. We see spitting mist once in a while here. It's just been the type of day it's been today, Murph. Yes, it has. We had a lot of that mist and uh, flying mist in the morning. But, uh, yeah, good-sized band here from Marshall. They're out there in the Block M formation. They're performing their pregame show right now. We're about uh, 10 minutes or so away from kickoff. Cold water at Marshall. As you were mentioning earlier on, since 1950, Marshall has had the big edge in the series, 49 wins, 22 losses, and two ties. But Coldwater has an 8-5 record overall against Marshall since Rich Hulko, this uh, football field's namesake, uh, retired. And now the Coldwater Cardinals are running onto the field. In Bill Dreyer's first year, Coldwater nipped Marshall 21 to 20 in the COVID season of uh, 2020. 24-16 was the final score. Coldwater beat Marshall in a shootout a couple of years ago, 37 to 30. So the Cardinals 0 and 3, uh, 3 and 0 against uh, Bill Dreyer uh, last season. While Coach Dreyer was on his uh, leave of absence, Mike Fitzpatrick took over as the interim coach. And uh, last year, the Cardinals actually had a 14-7 lead uh, late into the second quarter. They would not score again. Uh, Marshall got the win 35-14. For the Cardinals, Zach Coffing had 21 carries at 67 yards and a rushing touchdown and perhaps one of his better passing nights. 10 of 29 for 173 yards, one touchdown. He did have three interceptions, though. Dante Work had seven catches for 120 yards and a touchdown. Austin Miller, who will be the starting quarterback for the Red Hawks tonight, 11 of 19, 167 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Plus, he had five carries for 48 yards and a rushing touchdown. Uh, some of these names I'm going to be mentioning from last year's game have graduated. Hogan McCleary had 12 catches for 126 yards. Luke Holbrook, four carries for 35 yards and a touchdown. Aiden Newell, six catches for 91 yards. Jesse Saldana, three catches, 54 yards and a touchdown. Elliot Dodds had a three-yard touchdown reception and a seven-yard pick six. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it could be a very similar game tonight to a year ago, kind of a shootout featuring uh, a lot of passing. Uh, could, could be in store tonight as well. 
We will go ahead and take this break and be back for the kickoff. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. Hi, I'm Diana Butler. I'm Jordan Butler. And I'm Allison Butler. We're your local Edward Jones Financial Advisors. When we work together, we'll focus on what's important to you. We'll use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy. And we'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Call us at 279-0541 or stop by our office at 863 East Chicago Street in Coldwater. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Uh, we're back here at Marshall High School. We're waiting for the Red Hawk football team to make it onto the field. Well, now that they struck up the band for the fight song, they must be on their way, Murph. <laughs> Getting at it here. We're going to take a look at the uh, scores from last week. Well, in addition to Marshall getting blasted at Madawan 45 nothing, and Plainwell nipping Coldwater, holding them off 34-27. We had Jackson Northwest picking up their first win of the season, beating Adrian Madison 21-14. Penfield lost at Williamston 35-7. Those were games played last Thursday, last Friday. Harper Creek spoiled the debut of the new blue turf at Battle Creek Central CW Post Field. Uh, Beavers getting the win over Battle Creek Central 21-13, and Hastings made a road trip to Notre Dame Prep in Pontiac, lost to the Irish 56-12. So through the first two weeks of the season, Harper Creek and Western 2-0, Hastings 1-1, Northwest 1-1, Penfield 1-1, Coldwater and Marshall 0-2. Oh, I didn't even mention how Western did last Thursday. They opened a lot of eyes by beating Detroit Country Day 20-17. And that followed uh, a 21-7 win over Dearborn Divine Child in the opener. So, uh, yeah, Western, a couple impressive non-league wins. So I would say, uh, I said it last week, and I'll uh, keep saying it until they prove uh, otherwise, uh, Western might be the team to beat in the Interstate 8 this year. Yeah, with Lumen Christie uh, in the Catholic League, uh, boy, they're sure looking good so far. Now we will go ahead and take this break and be back with the kickoff. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. Hi, Irwin at Cold Ford in Coldwater on US 12. No matter where you're driving from, we want to be your dealer. We have SUVs, Explore, Expedition, Escape, Bronco Sport. We have all the selection you're looking for. Just announce up to $9,400 in rebates and 0% for 60 months on the all-new Mustang Mach-E GT. That's right, the all-new Mach-E. Fully designed, all-electric vehicle, 0% for 60 months with up to $9,400 in rebates. I can't believe it. Where are you going to get these deals? At Cole Ford in Coldwater on US-12. And don't forget to come out on Saturday to win tickets for the Luke Bryan Farm Tour Concert in Allegan coming up September 16th. Get registered to win tickets this Saturday. Register from 9 to 11, and we're drawing at 11. Everything you want, Cole's got it. It's worth the drive to Cole Ford on US-12 right here in Coldwater. See dealer for details. Offer ends September 14th. 
Does your financial advisor take your input seriously and truly take the time to understand your investment approach? Do they give you access to the tools and information you need when you need them? Hi, I am Jay Wright, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisor. When we work together, we focus on what's important to you. We'll use an established process to help create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And we'll partner to help your strategy stay on track. Contact me today at 279-1938. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Sean Watson and Mike Murphy back here at Marshall High School's Rich Holco Field. We're just about ready for kickoff between the Coldwater Cardinals and the Marshall Redhawks. Coldwater won the toss, deferred to the second half, so we will see the Marshall offense first, led by junior quarterback Austin Miller. Running back is Jack Miner. Wide receivers, Elliot Dodds, Vincent Hackworth, and Landon Lewis. The tight end is Matthew Hackworth. On the O-line, Nate Hill, Nick Ryan, Hayshawn Simpson, Ira Corrales, and Jay Saunders. They will be going up against a slightly tweaked Coldwater defense. Part of it uh, due to injury. Tyson Roby moves from uh, linebacker core to be on the D-line, along with Jackson Bowers and Drake Thornton. That's an average across of 222. New in the linebacking core, Trey Miller and uh, Drew Ennis alongside Jack Rudin and Matt Nichols. So the front seven averages 196 pounds across. Kendall Austin, Dayton Ennis, Landon Noble, and Evan Porter in the secondary. It looks like uh, James Baker is about ready to kick the ball off. It's going to be a low squib kick. It bounces, and it's landed on at the 32. Yeah, it turns out to be decent field position for the Cardinal kick team, and uh, the Red Hawks come out onto the field to get started here. Yeah, we mentioned, of course, uh, Zach Coffing uh, out with an injury. Dayton Ennis, a freshman, is going to take his spot in that defensive backfield. And at the linebacker spot, it'll be his brother, Drew Ennis, in for Jackson Riley there. Drew the junior and Dayton the freshman. Out of the shotgun, first and 10 from the Marshall 32, moving from left to right. It's going to be a handoff to the running back. Ball is on the ground, and it looks like Marshall may have landed on it. Darn. Missed Missed a good opportunity there. The Cardinals could have had a turnover early. It's going to set up second and I think five. Yeah. Six. Here comes the Red Hawks to the line. All at the 38. Passes and are almost intercepted. It was off the hands of the intended target on the flat, Elliot Dodds. Trey Miller had a hand on that. It was a bit of a deflection. They were trying to set up a screen over here on the uh, left side and deflected off the receiver and just out of Trey Miller's hands. Well, we've had a couple turnover opportunities already here in the first 40 seconds. Third and four from the 38. Well, kind of a fumble ruski. Ball picked up by Dodds. He's going to uh, get it past the first down marker. 
No, that was a very fortunate play for Marshall. I think he was trying to pitch, and it was actually a forward pitch, and uh, I guess acting as a fumble, and they were able to get a first down out of it. No play clocks here at Rich Hulco Field, so out of necessity, they're playing quick. Running back Jack Miner, the handoff, no gain. Yeah, there's a really good stop by the interior line there. Looks like Jack Rudin getting up last. Well, they gave him one, so second and nine. Second and nine. 10.48 left to play first quarter. Just underway here at Marshall. We're so glad you're listening on this Friday night. Miller rolling to pass. And we get a flag in the backfield as the ball was caught for a short gain by Jake Jacoby. Now check that, number 86, not 88. Yeah, preliminary uh, signal is going to be holding on Marshall. It's going to bring that ball back. Good pressure by the Cardinals getting into the backfield. Drew that penalty. Marshall running a pro-style offense. They have people split on both sides of the ball, just going with a basic formation, no tight end. A second and 19 after the mark-off. Trip stack tight to the right, one left. It's going to be caught by Elliott Dodds, puts his head down. And finally ran up at the 45-yard line. Yeah, it was Tyson Roby coming from behind on the tackle. Uh, the Marshall runner ran right into his blocker to begin with, but then had a pretty good gain out of it. Gain of 12, third and eight balls right at the 45. First drive of the game for Marshall Redhawks. Here comes the third and eight play. Fake the handoff on play action. Juggling catch at midfield. That's Elliott's Dodds again to the Coldwater 45 in the first down. Yeah, again, Jack Rudin and Trey Miller in on the stop. Just a quick little hitter. Got him the first down. It's at the 45-yard line of the Cardinals. No score, but Marshall able to march the ball down the field. High snap. Fake the handoff to Miner. It's going to be a keeper by Miller. Breaks one tackle. Finally stood up behind the 35-yard line. Austin Miller on the carry. He's brought down by number five, Kendall Austin. Kendall Austin on the stop. A gain of eight. That's Bring up nice. second and two. Nice stick by Austin in the secondary. It was a nice fake by the quarterback. Had the Cardinal defense a little fooled there. Second and one. Again, Austin Miller out of the shotgun. High snap. The handoff goes to Miner. The Cardinals are trying to strip the ball. 
He's close to the first down marker, which is at the Cardinal 35. Drake Thornton in on the uh, tackle. Also linebacker Drew Ennis. No gain, third and one. Red Hawks have three receivers way wide to the left to the far side. One split to the right. Fullback behind the quarterback. Here's a snap. Handoff goes again to Miner, and he's going to be stopped shy of the first down. Boy, again, a really good hit. That time it was number four. That was Drew Ennis again, the junior. Fourth and one for the Red Hawks. Oh, such a big play so early in this game. Same formation, the trips, three receivers to the left, one to the right, just one running back. That is Jack Miner. Pass is caught at the 31-yard line by Elliott Dodds. Again, a five in the first down. Yeah, high snap to the quarterback, but he brought it down, just a simple little pass to get that first down. It's now at the Cardinal 30. It's about their third first down on this initial drive of the game. 7.25 left in the first quarter. Well, here's first and 10. Handoff goes to Miner. Big hole and a big stick at the 26. Yeah, that was uh, Landon Auble. And if Landon didn't make that tackle, it was going to be six points. PA announcer said it was Trey Miller. So three instead of five, maybe. Balls at the Coldwater 26. First down marker is at the 20. I snap. That's a different running back getting it this time. Runs left side. Yeah, 23 Tyson Roby with a good tackle there. Another. Not quite. It's going to be third and one. Dimitri Egnatuk with about a gain of uh, five. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, back judge signaled first down, but not quite. Got a yard to go yet. Third and one. Dimitri Egnatuk faking the handoff to him. It's going to be a pitch to Elliott Dodds. He's going to take it to the house. Touchdown, Marshall. Well, I think that's going to come back. Yeah, we got a hold on Trey Miller. And Trey did a good job uh, selling it, too. He was definitely held on that pitch. And that's going to bring it back. Twice in this drive, penalties have hampered the Red Hawks. Yeah, it was on that pitch. They were trying to seal... Miller on that run and so two holding calls on this initial drive. So uh, 20 yards and penalties already just a couple of holds. Yep. It's going to set up third and 11. Six minutes to go here in this first quarter. No score. Now we got the trips to the right side near the Coldwater bench. High snap. Austin Miller rolling right to pass. 
looking for Dodds, finds him at the 20. He will get the first down as he spilled at the 18. Gain of 13 on the first down. Yeah, key pickup there by the Redhawks. Having a lot of success passing here in this first drive of the game. Snap. And off goes to Egnatuck, and he is smothered for a very short gain of about one. Yeah, the Cardinals have done a good job on the between-the-tackle runs. It's been these uh, run-pass options going wide that's given some trouble. And a good blend right now, 26 yards rushing, 40 passing on this drive. Yeah, they've uh, picked up about four first downs. Stacked eye, two running backs. Miller rolling left to pass. The pitch is going to go to the running back. Carter Pratt stepped out of bounds at around the 11-10. Yeah. Looks like they're going to bring it back to about the 15. Ball is spotted on the 15. one. Just a one-yard pickup. Boy, the quarterback took a big hit. I didn't see which Cardinal that was when he uh, released it. It might have been Tyson Roby. Oh, third and about seven. Elliott Dodds with a handoff. He's dropped for a loss. Boy, that was an outstanding play over there. Right down by Landon Obel. Yeah, number eight, Landon Obel. Used his quickness uh, to break that play up. Well, are we going to get the field goal attempt, it looks like? Would be from about the 27-yard line. Great in contact is the kicker. Flag is flown just as the ball was snapped. Yeah, Cardinals jumped aside there. Well, I think they're still going to uh, attempt the field goal. It's just going to be five yards closer. Well, nope. <laughs> Here comes the offense. Fourth and eight. Sean, I guess they figure they can pick this up. It's going to set at the uh, back to the 15-yard line. Looks like it's about the 16. Let's hope that mistake doesn't uh, hurt the Cardinals here. Miller rolling out to pass, and he's going to be brought down for the sack, and the ball's going to go over on downs to Coldwater. <laughs> what a jailbreak that was. About five Cardinals were on the quarterback. Drake Thornton among them, I heard. Wow, big play by the defense there. I don't know if they were trying to set up a screen, you would think, because they had so much pressure in the backfield, but no chance for uh, Austin Miller. 
That's about a loss of 12. Coldwater takes over first and 10, led by freshman quarterback Drayson Foster, 5'6", 126-pound uh, freshman. Out of the shotgun with two running backs. It's going to be a handoff, a loss on first down to one of the running backs in the core, Jack Rudin. Dayton Ennis, the other wing. Tyson Roby, the fullback. Jack Rudin on the carry. Yeah, Rudin coming from his left wing position, and there were two Red Hawks to meet him as soon as he got the ball. Probably heard our PA announcer say a loss of four. It's going to set up second and 14. One wing back and a couple of running backs next to him. Handoff goes up the middle. Return to the 31. Flag is thrown. Trying to see who had the ball. I think it was Roby. They say Rudin, though? They say Rudin, but it was Roby getting up from the pile. Discussing what the flag is here. Apparently, it's a sideline warning against uh, the Marshall bench. Right, I guess that's it. Yeah. Balls on the 31 yard line, third and six. Wonder if that had something to do with the uh, two holding calls on the first drive. Hmm. Well, a gain of seven. Out of the shotgun. Toss on the flat to Dayton Ennis. He's not going to be close to the first down. It was on third and six. Gets up to about the 35. In a four. So it's going to set up a three and out for the Cardinals on that first time having the ball. It looks like... Uh, hmm. Yeah, we were wondering who was going to be the punter. Looks, looks like it might be Drayson, his size back there. I'm not sure. Oh, that's a high snap and a high short kick. It's going to bounce at the Marshall 45. The Cardinals will let it die at the 42. Yeah, number eight, Landon Auble was the punter there. 23-yard punch, no return for Auble. Yep, Marshall taking over at their own 41 here. A minute 53 to go. First quarter, no score. Both teams have had the ball one time. Marshall had a long, time-consuming drive that they couldn't cash in on. They run up the middle. And it looks like Jack Miner's going to take it to the house. Touchdown, Marshall. 59-yard run. Boy, just right up the middle showed some quickness. They had to, had it blocked well, and once he got through the initial line, used his speed, and there was no catching him. Now we will see Brandon Contat attempt the extra point. A couple of years ago, the extra points were kind of an adventure for him. 
Not this time. The kick is good. A minute 40 left to play in the first quarter. Marshall on top, 7-0. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Hey, who's got team spirit? We do. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing, and embroidery. Hi, I'm Al Rackesy, and here at Integrity, we specialize in expressing your team spirit with your school logo t-shirts, varsity jackets, and even winter items like coats, scarves, and hats. But we're much more than that. We design and print promotional items, banners, and more. We'll print it up, and you show it off. Call 278-8101. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing, and embroidery at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. AM 1590 FM 95.5. WTVB. So a 59-yard touchdown run by Jack Miner on the first play of the drive after the Cardinals had to go three and out. Marshall's up 7-0 with a minute 40 left to play in the first quarter. High kick is going to be caught at the 10-yard line. Brought back to the 20 and down to about the 23 for Rudin. Cardinals on that offensive line. They got Sal Baroni at center. Drake Thornton, the left guard. Garrett Klotz, the sophomore at left tackle. On the right side, Evan Hamilton at a guard and at tackle Garrett McVicker, a pair of juniors there. Yeah, we didn't ever did finish going over the starters for the Cardinals. And not to mention the two wide receivers, Gabe Wagner lining up on the right. Evan Porter to the left, first and 10 for the 23. And off goes to Dayton Ennis, running the sweep left side, short gain up to about the 27. Out a gain of four. Yep, better showing on first down there than first time the Cardinals had the ball. It's gonna set him up here for second and six. Keevan Zabonic out, and let's see. Looks like they're going to maybe run the plays in that way with uh, the Cardinals. Oh, no gain up the middle. Barely any gain. About a gain of two for Roby. Coach Scorfar mentioned the size of Marshall on their lines. They've got a couple big defensive tackles there. We um, don't have weights or sizes on their roster, but, uh, yeah, they really have some size in the middle of that D-line. 22 seconds left to play in the quarter. Foster out of the shotgun, rolling right to pass. And overthrew both intended targets, both Dayton Ennis and Keevan Zabonic. So that's going to set up punting unit for the Cardinals. Once again, they go in uh, three and out. Yeah. Getting their punt unit on here with just eight seconds left in the first quarter. Marshall up, seven to zero. Landon Auble, the punter, gets a short line drive kick, bounces at the Marshall 45. It's gonna roll 
behind the Red Hawk 35. Cardinals were all spread out there on uh, the offensive line as they're punting, and the Red Hawks had about three people in on Auble. He barely got that one off. So that's the final play of the first quarter. Marshall will take over first and 10 around the 35. After this one-minute break, Red Hawks lead the Cardinals 7-0. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. If you've always dreamed of building a new home, Matt Hale at Homes encourages you to start planning today. Now more than ever, modular housing is a better value. You simply get more home for the money and outstanding quality from floor to ceiling. As a residential builder, Matt Hale at Homes offers fully customizable modular homes, plus any additional structures, including garages, decks, even barns. Stop by Matt Hale at Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater. Visit MattHaleAtHomes.com and like them on Facebook. Matt Hale at Homes, always built around family. Culey's Jewelry in downtown Coldwater has always offered a beautiful selection of fine jewelry priced to fit every budget. But did you know we also offer ear piercing daily, custom engraving, and a huge selection of gift items, including willow tree and Michigan-made copper artwork, just to name a few. We buy gold and silver, cash paid on the spot. Stop in today to see all we have to offer. Culey's Jewelry and so much more. Family owned in downtown Coldwater since 1968. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. A recognition going on between quarters. Marshall, first play of a new drive to start the second quarter. They lead 7-0. Last time around, it only took one play for the Red Hawks, more specifically Jack Miner, to score. It's going to be first and 10 from the 35. Austin Miller out of the shotgun. Tosses to Vincent Hackworth. Catches behind the 35. Gets up to about the 41. Oh. Yep, Kendall Austin knocking him out of bounds there after a good gain on first down. Ball at the 42 of the Red Hawks. Second and three. Again, out of the shotgun. Handoff goes to Miner, trying to run the end around left side, but he was undercut behind the line of scrimmage for a loss. Yeah, that was Trey Miller. He shot the gap. Trey's had some nice plays tonight defensively. And it's going to bring up third and five. Seven-nothing Red Hawks. Meanwhile, out at Quincy, Bronson with the first score of the game. Seth Withington with an 11-yard run, missed extra point. It is six-nothing Vikings over the Orioles. And that's about midway through the first quarter here. We're starting the second quarter. Miller, pass intended for Dodds, incomplete. Cardinals pounce on it, but uh, Dodds never had control of the ball. Boy, and a big, big stop on third down. The Cardinals really needed this. Uh, three and out for the Marshall. Did they get a first down? Maybe they got one first down on that drive. I'm not, not, sure. not in this one. Okay, nope. good. Three and out it is, and boy, did the Cardinals need that. Oh, high snap from center. Braden Compad is going to be able to get it off. It is caught at the 29 by Rudin. Flag is thrown as he has stood up at around the 34. Pushed backwards. Another flag comes out. Yeah, I think the initial one was going to be a uh, 
horse tackle on Ennis. And then I'm not sure about the second one. Was that Ennis or uh, Rudin on the return? I think it was 34. Yeah, I think the PA guy said Ennis. Cardinals in their road, white jerseys with the red pants. The Red Hawks in all black with white numerals. Face mask against the Red Hawks. Is it a 5 or a 15-yard face mask? Looks like the big one. So about a five-yard return, and then add 15 to that. Ball's going to be at the 45. Best field position for the Cardinals so far. Let's see if they can get get a drive going here. Cardinals trail 7-0, 11 minutes left to play in the half. Handoff goes to Jack Rudin. He was the wing on the left side, running to the right. Short gain. About three. Cardinals still looking for their first first down of this first half. 10.35 to go at 7-0 Marshall. That's right. The previous two drives, the Cardinals were forced to go three and out. Here comes second and eight as they readjusted the spot. Big stick as Kendall Austin effectively got no gain. Yeah, uh, Drayson hit him over in the left flat here. He just popped back from his slot position, but the Cardinals couldn't get the uh, block sustained so he could get any sort of running room. So it's going to set up third and eight. Cardinals break the huddle. Two receivers left, one right, one running back in the wing. That's Rudin. One running back standing next to Drayson Foster. He drops back to pass. Ball is almost intercepted. Looking for Dayton Ennis in Red Hawk territory, but incomplete. So again, a three and out for the Cardinals. Boy, one of the Red Hawks was right in on top of Foster. He barely got that ball off under a lot of pressure and so again the punt team in Marshall is thus far outgaining Coldwater 123 yards to 16 yeah that offense you can see really missing Zach coughing tonight oh pretty good punt there by Landon Abel it bounces at the 22 Takes a couple of bounces straight up and has landed at the 21. Yeah, last week when Drayson took over at quarterback coughing, I think uh, Coach was saying he was in on the first five plays, catches or runs, and uh, they're they're missing him out there tonight. Hopefully, just a one-week absence. He was still in that walking boot as of tonight anyway. Oh, the Red Hawks take over. First and 10 from their 21, leading 7-0. 
But uh, really, given those offensive numbers that I gave you, you'd think that they should be leading by a bit more. Austin Miller rolling right to pass. He's being pursued, and he's going to be brought down by a flock of Cardinals. Boy, outstanding job there. Matt Nichols was the one to bring him down. Boy, again, you know, Cardinals not having a first down with nine minutes to go in the half, and yet they only trail by one score. They've got the Redhawks trapped deep now at the, uh, looks like, what, 13-yard line? About the 14 based on where the stick is. Second and 17. Nichols with two receivers on either side. It's going to be a run up the middle, cutting outside to the left. Minor on the carry, so that brings up third and eight, gaining uh, everything lost on the sack and a couple more. Yeah, Minor, the guy that ran for the 59-yard score. Our only score in the game. That time the Cardinals got him, but after a pretty good gain, let's see if they again can stop this third and eight. Miller with trips to the left side. He's looking in that direction, airing it out down the middle, looking for Dodds, and it's caught in straight, and he's going to score. 77-yard strike. Touchdown, Marshall. Well, on third and eight, not what the Cardinals wanted on that one. 77 yards to the house. He put it out there, a high arcing pass, and Dobbs used his speed to beat the secondary and take it all the way. 77 yards to the house, and now Brandon Contat getting ready to kick the extra point. He splits the uprights. 7.50 left in the half. Marshall 14, Coldwater nothing. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. Number 10, number 13, number 35. Have you ever felt like a number when it comes to dealing with people? Especially when you're buying or selling your home. That's not how we do it at Southern Marsh Realty. Hi, I'm Angie Marsh. It's all about you and your goals. We treat you like you're supposed to be treated. Like an individual. Like a person. Not a number. When choosing a realtor to sell your home, choose the number one agent in three counties. Angie Marsh at Southern Marsh Realty. Southern Marsh Realty in Quincy. Online at southernmarshrealty.com. AM 1590 FM 95.5 WTVB. Man, it didn't take long, did it, for the Marshall Redhawks to strike again. Not at all. Just a three-play drive. Scoring play, a 77-yard touchdown pass from Austin Miller to Elliott Dodds. Ball is caught in the end zone. For the touchback, Cardinals will take over first and 10 from the 20. Well, again, the Cardinals like to get something going here. They just haven't been able to run the ball effectively at all. And just really had trouble with 
any sort of uh, connected passes to get the blocking to make them uh, gain some yardage. Scores from the WTVB scoreboard at last word. Bronson still had a 6-0 lead on Quincy. Midway through the first quarter, Pittsburgh had a 16-0 lead over Tecancha. Union City on top of Reading, 7-0. Here it's 14-0. Marshall on top of Coldwater on first and 10 from the 20. Handoff goes to Jack Rudin. Another short gain on first down. Yeah, again, one of those big uh, linemen for Marshall. Making it just a two-yard gain. Cardinals were wide right and had a player in the slot. And then actually two in the backfield with Drayson Foster. Burgers are going once again, Murph. Can you hear that? <laughs> Can smell it, that's for sure. Second and eight. Cardinals trail by two scores. Foster looking for a quick hitter on the flat. Gets it and a run up to the 25. Dayton Ennis with the catch. Picks up a couple over on that side. Looks like it's going to set up third. And five. Yeah, from the 25. Cardinals have not picked up the first down yet tonight. Let's see if this is the one right here. Let's see what they come up with. We have Porter coming out wide left. Ennis in the slot with him. Bruno wing on the left side. It's going to be run up the middle by Tyson Roby. Might have gotten one, but that's it. Boy, just uh, been tough sledding through the middle of that line for sure. And again, here comes the punt team. 6.05 to go first half, 14-0. Red Hawks. It looks like number one, Ty Keeler, is standing at his 45. Landon Auble about to punt the ball. Yet again. High short punt, fair catch at the Cardinal 47. Again, Jackson Riley, the uh, normal punter, but he is out with a broken wrist, probably going to miss the rest of the season. They really miss him defensively, too, from that linebacker spot. Okay, here come Marshall coming out. They're going to be at the Cardinal 45. This has got to be the best starting field position for a Red Hawk drive tonight. Miller out of the shotgun. Two running backs behind him. Fakes a handoff. Looking to pitch. He gets the pitch to Dodds. He runs right sideline. Does not step out of bounds. And he's going to score again. Boy, it's been big plays tonight by the Red Hawks have just killed the Cardinal defense. 45 yards on that pitch to Dodds. That score coming with 5.33 left to play in the half. Twenty nothing pending the point after kick by Brandon Contat. Two for two on point after kicks tonight. And now make it 
three for three. 21 for the Marshall Redhawks. Nothing for the Coldwater Cardinals and unable to get a first down so far tonight. Boy, it's been those big plays have been killers. 59-yard score. 49, a 45-yard score, the most recent one. Yep. And if you were listening to the game last week, uh, the Cardinals were susceptible to big plays. That was how uh, Plainwell was able to run roughshod over the Cardinals for three and a half quarters. Yeah, that uh, Austin Miller to Dodd, 77-yarder. So, yeah, it's been the big plays that have dominated this first half, but certainly it's just been frustrating for the Cardinals not to be able to move the ball at all offensively as well. Both teams coming off losses those first two weeks. Looking for that first win. This is the first home game for Marshall here tonight. And the Cardinals return home next week to face uh-oh, the defending Interstate 8 champion, Hastings Saxons. Another touchback as Jack Rudin just lets the ball sail into the end zone. Yeah, their kicker has a really good good leg, gets that ball to the end zone. No wind at all tonight, looking at the flag down here. Very comfortable night for football. Yes, and how comfortable? 65 degrees right now. We got the Marshall cheerleaders throwing out free T-shirts to the crowd. At least it's not a T-shirt cannon <laughs> that took out Maud Flanders and the Simpsons. <laughs> oh, there's a bit of a smoke coming from the grill directly underneath us. All right, back to the on-field action. First and 10 from the 20. Foster going back to pass. One pump fake. And he gets leveled by the Red Hawks. Big number 70. Jay Saunders on the sack. Boy, Drayson did take a huge hit there. It's going to loss of eight, set up second and 18. Cardinals just haven't had an answer for that Marshall defense so far. Five minutes to go, first half. Red Hawks 21 to nothing, and the Cardinals are in uh, more of a jam. Foster out of the shotgun. Man was set in motion. It's a jet sweep trying to get back to the 15, and Dayton Ennis was able to. It looks like he's going to pick up about three to the 15. Third and 15. So the running tally as far as yards go. Seventeen total yards for the Cardinals. Here's third and fifteen, trying to run the counter play. Gets up to the twenty and now up to the twenty-five. Ennis with a gain of ten. Still going to be fourth and five. Yeah, that's been the biggest gainer of the Cardinals tonight. That ten-yard run by Ennis, and uh, it's going to set up the punt team again. 
from their own 25-yard line. Keeler standing near midfield to attempt to receive the Landon Oval punt. Looks like we're going to get a timeout, Marshall. This timeout coming with 3.23 left to play in the first half. It is Marshall 21, Coldwater nothing. Looks 27 like uh, yards of total offense, 19 on the ground, 8 through the air for the Cardinals. Meanwhile, it's pretty even for the Redhawks between 121 yards rushing and 122 yards passing. Yeah, just a dominating first half at this point. Quick math shows 243 yards of total offense versus 27. Marshall had uh, one lacking on that punt return team, so they got their timeout, got it straightened out. It's about the only thing that's gone wrong with them tonight. Plus a couple of holding penalties, 20 yards of uh, penalties for the Redhawks, just five yards for the Cardinals on an encroachment. Punt caught at the 45 by Keeler, about a return of two. Yep, Drake Thornton with the tackle on that punt return. Good coverage by the Cardinals. 48-yard line for Marshall, their own 48 to take over with 3.15 to go in the first half. Again, the Red Hawks up three scores. Now, Coldwater will get the ball to start the second half. So if you're a Marshall fan, uh, you'd like to put another score up on the board before the halftime break. Got three trips to the left. Take the handoff to Jack Miner. It's going to be a keeper by Miller. Yeah, nice job. Again, Drake Thornton. Had that one read all the way. No gain, second and 10. Evan Hamilton and Thornton in that front D line. Next time the Cardinals get the ball, we should give credit to the Marshall defense helping to pitch that shutout. Ball caught at the 50 and about a five yard, five yards uh, run after the catch for Matthew Hatworth. That's going to set up third and three. Tyson Roby, the third member of that <laughs> D line. Marshall getting their play signaled in from the sideline. Counting down to two minutes left until halftime. Here comes a third and three play. Miller dropping back to pass. Looking deep. Caught in stride for the touchdown. Vincent Hackworth with a 45-yard catch and run. Boy, it's, uh, it's just been one big play after another here for Marshall in this first half. This score coming with a minute 52 left to play in the half. 27-0, Marshall. Again, the PA tick, uh, kick coming here for Marshall. 
It's good. So it's now 28-0. Marshall on top of Coldwater. Let's take this 30-second break with a minute 52 left in the half. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. HassKwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Scoring update from the WTVB scoreboard, or I guess we should say a lack of scoring update with three minutes left to go in the first half at Quincy. It is still Bronson 6 and Quincy nothing. Thanks to Quinn Berry for that report. Back here, Brandon Content with a big leg, kicking off the ball into the end zone for another touchback. First and 10 Cardinals from their 20. They're now trailing 28 to nothing. Yeah, it's just been one big play after another, just uh, dominating first half by the Red Hawks. Cardinals still looking for their first first down of the half. Boy, it's just, you know, for the coaching staff, it's got to be wondering what the heck can we call here to try and move the ball. It's just been very difficult. Well, they did get 10 yards on a third and super long. Here on first and 10, a bit, bit of a hole, excuse me, opening up on the left side, a gain of eight. Tyson Roby with a carry. Gain of eight, second and two. So good pick up there. Let's see if this will be the time for the Cardinals. Minute 25 to go in the half. Two receivers left, one right. It's going to be a run. Rudin, there we go. The Cardinals finally get their first first down of the game, up to about the 35. Rudin with the uh, carry. So the Cardinals, with just over a minute left in the half, get that initial first down. Keeping it on the ground. Trips to the right, one to the left, and just one running back. Foster rolling right to pass. Breaks one tackle. He runs into one of his own teammates, and that allows the Red Hawks to get another sack. Landon Berger brings him down. Yeah, again, pretty big loss here. It's going to set up second and 18 with 30 seconds to go in the half. This might be the last play of the half if they keep it on the ground. You know what? That's exactly what they do. Roby... Gets up to the 40. Mason Roby in the carry. Eight seconds. Clock running here. That could be it for the first half. Yep, about a gain of 13 on that play, and that does wind up being the final play of the half. Time for the Cardinals to 
regroup in the locker room and time for the Red Hawks to uh, figure out ways to keep the shutout going. Your halftime score here at Rich Holco Field, the Marshall Red Hawks 28 and the Coldwater Cardinals nothing. Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report coming up in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. As leaders in disaster cleanup and restoration, the pros that serve pro are prepared for anything. From fire damage to water damage. To whatever the heck that was. When your home or business has suffered damage, only the pros at Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun counties have the tools and expertise to make it like it never even happened. So if you're in need of cleanup from fire, water, or any other unpleasant incident, give Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun counties a call today at 517 278 5261. That's 517 278 5261. Serve Pro, cleaning, restoration, construction, independently owned and operated. Give Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun counties a call today at 517 278 5261. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. It is halftime here at Marshall High School's Rich Holco Field, and it has been all Red Hawks tonight. Marshall leading Coldwater 28 to nothing. Halftime report brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title, wishing good luck to the Cardinals. When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker to use Branch County Abstract and Title for your title insurance and closing needs. It's your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since 1868. Contact them at 278-6960. We'll take this two-minute break. Be back with this week's edition of This Week in High School Sports and then back here for a scoring summary and some halftime stats. They're all going to be skewed toward the red and black of the Marshall Redhawks who currently lead Coldwater 28 to nothing. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. Hi, Irwin at Cold Ford and Coldwater on US 12. No matter where you're driving from, we want to be your dealer. We have SUVs, Explore, Expedition, Escape, Bronco Sport. We have all the selection you're looking for. Just announced up to $9,400 in rebates and 0% for 60 months on the all-new Mustang Mach-E GT. That's right, the all-new Mach-E, fully designed, all-electric vehicle, 0% for 60 months with up to $9,400 in rebates. I can't believe it. Where are you going to get these deals? At Cole Ford in Coldwater on US-12. And don't forget to come out on Saturday to win tickets for the Luke Bryan Farm Tour Concert in Allegan coming up September 16th. Get registered to win tickets this Saturday. Register from 9 to 11, and we're drawing at 11. Everything you want, Cole's got it. It's worth the drive to Cole Ford on US-12 right here in Coldwater. See dealer for details. Offer ends September 14th. Football finals move back one day, and soccer finals are now at one location. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. The MHSAA football finals will be played Saturday and Sunday, November 25th and 26th this year, a day later than they are traditionally played. This is to accommodate the Michigan State-Penn State game that will be played at Ford Field on Friday, November 24th. As always, the Lions play Thanksgiving Day, and this year they host the Packers. Because of the change, the schedule for the two days of the MHSAA Finals is not yet set, as consideration will be given to teams that are not allowed to play on Sundays. But there will be no change to the TV and radio broadcasts of the Finals. 
All eight 11-player finals will air live on Valley Sports Detroit, and all football finals will be available to listen to via MHSAANetwork.com. Also, the eight-player finals will stream live on the NFHS Network, and those games will be once again played at the Superior Dome in Marquette on Saturday, November 18th. The football postseason will start Friday, October 27th, and it's never too early to start looking at playoff points. To see how your favorite team stacks up, just go to MHSAA.com, click football, and then playoff points. Ten teams will be looking to defend their titles from last year. Martin and eight player, and then Grand Rapids South Christian, Gladwin, Grand Rapids West Catholic, Jackson Lumen Christie, and Ottawa Lake Whiteford in 11 player. And then in 11 player, you've got Belleville, Warren De La Salle Collegiate, and Detroit Martin Luther King, all looking for a third straight title. And Powers North Central will be gunning for a four straight crown in the eight player Division II. It's time for Game Balls when we highlight a trio of standout performances from last week. First, a pair of sophomores from Brownstown Woodhaven, Pierce Scheffler and Alex Vasquez, finished third and fourth overall at the Downriver Watermelon Run, helping the Warriors to a first place team finish. Flint Kearsley's Isaiah Gatika scored the game winner with 50 seconds left in a 4 3 soccer win over Goodrich. It was Isaiah's first career goal for the Hornets. And a Mason Southland of Muskegon Mona Shores. She shot an event best 40, leading the Sailors to victory in the season's first OK Green Golf Jamboree. For high school seniors, the matchup of the year isn't on the field. It's actually online. That's right. When you fill out the FAFSA, you know, the free application for federal student aid, you could also be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional money from the Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Yep, nearly 80% of students who fill out the FAFSA may be eligible. Now that's a matchup we can all root for. Get started today at michigan.gov achievement. The Michigan Achievement Scholarship. It's a game changer. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with registered official Paige Winnie. There's a new rule in volleyball regarding the wearing of jewelry. Previously, participants were not allowed to wear stud or post-like jewelry, such as earrings, even if they were covered by tape. But now, stud or post-like jewelry worn above the chin is allowed. Stud earrings are now allowed to be worn during play and do not need to be covered by tape. Hoop-style jewelry, such as hoop earrings, are still not allowed, even if covered by tape. If a player is wearing hoop earrings, the coach will be issued an administrative yellow card for the first offense and a red card for a second offense in that set. Items such as a medical alert medal or a religious medal must be taped to the body and can be visible during play. Thanks, Paige. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, please go to the MHSAA website now to register. There is a change to the boys' soccer finals this fall as well. All four divisions will be played on a single day at a single location, with Grand Ledge High School hosting the four title games on Saturday, November 4th. In years past, two games each have been played at two separate locations. This year, Division 4 will kick things off at 10 a.m., followed by Division 3 at 12.30. Division 2 will play at 3 p.m., and the day concludes with the Division 1 title matchup at 5.30. Rochester Adams, Richland Gold Lake, Holland Christian, and Muskegon Western Michigan Christian are the four schools looking to repeat as champions this fall. The soccer postseason starts with districts on October 11th. Semifinals will be played Wednesday, November 1st, and the season ends November 4th at Grand Ledge High School. 
You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. Hi, Sam here with CEM Supply in Coldwater, Michigan. Our customer base consists of large manufacturing facilities right down to the walk-in residential customer. It's amazing. Here's a short list of the products we represent, stock, and sell. Lincoln Welders, Champion Air Compressors, Karcher Pressure Washers, Myers and A.Y. McDonald Pumps, Milwaukee Generac, Wright, Jet, and Wilton Tools, just to name a few. We also stock all the consumables, including roller chain, belts, bearings, welding wire, grinding cutoff, and flap discs, plus tons of fasteners. Did I mention we also offer service and repair on the products we sell. We also refurbish and rewind electric motors up to 250 horsepower, including all types of irrigation, circulation, and well pumps in-house. CEM also has a large inventory of electric motors in stock, and we're a do-it-best distributor. CEM Supply, 178 West Garfield Avenue, open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. and 8 a.m. until noon on Saturdays. Call 517-278-2611 or visit cemindustrialsupply.com. There are two names people have come to trust when it comes to buying, selling, and servicing their RVs and trailers. I'm Marilyn. And I'm Merrick. Well, yes, we can trust you two, but your dad means the name Halet Trailers and Halet's Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Hi, I'm Chase Halet. We have two trusted brands, one local company to take care of you, Halet Trailers and Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers in Coldwater. Hi, I'm Vanessa Halet. As many of you know, the Halet name has been trusted for over 30 years. <laughs> no, we aren't changing Advantage One RV. We're adding to it. But that's not all. We have a new service department. Both confidence. We service all makes and models. But we've been selling so many RVs at great low prices, so we need inventory. Bring in your RV for us to sell and get 50% off your listing fee now through the month of August. That's a great savings. Then all you have to do is just pick up a check. We can sell your RV, boat, car, or trailer. Shop us first. Hail at Trailers and Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, two miles east of Meyer on US 12 Coldwater. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. The Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report rolling on from here at Marshall High School where yours truly, Sean Watson and Mike Murphy, just saw the premier performance by the Marshall High School Marching Band of their halftime show, The Music of the Beatles. Very familiar stuff to you, right? <laughs> it was a good, good performance. Large band. Looking really good there at halftime, and it's been it's been a lot of things looking good at Marshall here for the Red Hawks so far. Well, that was the point that I was going to make uh, because they currently have a 295-yard to 47-yard edge in total offense over the Coldwater Cardinals, and on the scoreboard they lead 28 to nothing. I was uh, at work figuring out these Marshall statistics, and they are super, super uh, gaudy. But before we do that, let's give you the scoring summary. First score of the game came with a minute 40 left to play in the first quarter. A 59-yard touchdown run by Jack Miner. Point after kick was good to make it 7 to nothing. That was your score at the end of the first quarter. 7.50 left in the second quarter. Austin Miller to Elliott Dodds, 77 yards out. Point after kick was good. 14-0 Red Hawks. 5.33 left in the second quarter. A pitch to Elliott Dodds, and he took it to the house from 45 yards out. Point after kick was good. 21-0 Marshall. And then with a minute 52 left in the half, Austin Miller strikes again. 45-yard pass to Vincent Hackworth. Point after was good. 28-0 Red Hawks. 
So your starting quarterback, Austin Miller, 9 out of 11 unofficially for 174 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Elliott Dodds by far and away the favorite target. Six catches for 115 yards and a receiving touchdown. He also has two carries for 48 yards and a touchdown. Jack Miner, eight carries, 65 yards and a rushing touchdown. And then let's not forget Vincent Hackworth. I believe that was the first uh, catch he had tonight, and that was good for 45. Boy, it has. Uh, Dodds is really fast. I mean, he just beat our secondary quite easily a couple times, and yeah, it's been such a dominating performance by the Red Hawks here. Hard to hard to put a positive spin on it on the Cardinal side. It's just been so one-sided. But uh, yeah, it's uh, not much else you can say about it at that point, I guess, Sean. Meanwhile, Grayson Foster in his first start. This is really a trial by fire for him. I have him unofficially three of five passing, just eight yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Yep, and, you know, the Cardinals will get the uh, the kickoff here in a few minutes to start the second half, and <clears throat> let's see if they could make any adjustments here at halftime. You know, no doubt they are missing Zach Coffing and Jackson Riley tonight, uh, a couple of key players on both sides of the ball. But it's really been the line play, you know, and that was Coach Scorefire's concern coming in. Uh, was going to be if they could hold the line both sides of the ball, you know, offensively, defensively. And and that is has just been uh, aware, pretty obvious, that they haven't been able to do that here in the first half. And But let's see if, uh, you know, things can happen here in the second half. Let's see if we can uh, uh, make a better showing here of it before we get into Purple Week next week when the Hastings-Saxons will come to Cardinal Field a week from tonight. Uh, not only will they be coming down Friday for the football game, but they will be here uh, at Coldwater next Wednesday for volleyball. That will be our premier volleyball broadcast of the season beginning at 6.30 next Wednesday. And they will also be coming down for the Purple Soccer game next Thursday. Yes, yes. Lots of action at home of the Cardinals next week for sure. Some halftime scores from uh, uh, Troy Tennyson uh, telling us that the halftime score of the Bronson-Quincy game, 6-0, Vikings at the half. Union City with a 21 lead over Reading at the half. And an eight-player football at the half, Pittsburgh leading to Concha, 46-0. Here with the score being 28-0, Marshall, I sense a theme here, Murph. (laughs) (laughs) One one we're kind of struggling with, but hey. At least the Lions got off to a good start last night. Uh, that was good to see. Uh, the Lion bandwagon is on the way. How many of your friends uh, started out that we're going to the Super Bowl chant after afterwards? <laughs> there's a few of those, and then, of course, there's some real diehard Lion fans that, okay, we've, we're going to have to see this a few more times before I get excited. But <laughs> a, little bit of, a little bit of both, but, hey. Some excitement, definitely. Uh, Thank you for giving me the time to uh, do these uh, numbers. Our normal statistician and our backup statistician couldn't be here tonight, so uh, on the fly we're having to figure out some of these stats. Uh, I've got Jack Rune unofficially with one, two, three, four, five carries for 14 yards. 
uh, Dayton Ennis with 6, 7, 10, uh, 20 yards rushing on 5 carries and then 21 yards on 2 carries for Tyson Roby. Yeah, Dayton Ennis is a freshman as is uh, uh, Drayson Foster and Dayton has done a, a really good job in this first half of He's on both sides of the ball. He's a 5'6", 155-pound freshman. He's carried the ball, as you said. He's been in on a linebacker on defense. His brother Dayton is in the defensive backfield. Now, what I was going to say, Dayton Ennis, also I counted him uh, three catches for a total of eight yards. Uh, all of the uh, t- uh, catches that uh, on passes made by Grayson Foster. Right, yep. So a very young Cardinal team in this uh, first half of play here against Marshall. The uh, freshman-to-freshman connection. But we'll see how they do to start the second half. The Cardinals will have the ball to start that second half in two minutes. 28-0 Red Hawks at the half. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Are you dreaming of lakeside living in beautiful Coldwater, Michigan? Look no further than Case Realty Group, your number one lake sales team and lake specialist. Whether you're buying or selling, trust the experts who know the ins and outs of lakefront properties. I'm Carmen Case, and with Case Realty Group, you'll receive top-notch service, unmatched market knowledge, and a seamless experience. Dive into your dream home today. Call Case Realty Group or visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. If you're buying or selling real estate, putting the right team on your side to help you navigate the ever-changing real estate world is one of the most important things you can do. Hi, I'm Carrie Foley. And that team is Midwestern Realty Group. I'm Jim Bowers, and we constantly meet with lenders, title companies, and appraisers to keep on top of all of these changes. Jill Bowers here. Every one of our agents has a minimum of five years experience buying and selling real estate, many over 20 years experience. We also have three in-house associate brokers and an in-house auctioneer. I'm David Foley. We know how to maneuver you through the buying and selling process from the start to the closing table. Experience matters. I'm Doug Campbell. Put our team on your team to make sure there are no surprises, just success and satisfaction. And I'm Sharon Atkinson. Midwestern Realty can help you with your version of the American dream. I'm Debbie Lowndes Bowers, broker owner of Midwestern Realty Group in Coldwater. Reach out to our team so you can reach out to your dream. See the experts today at Midwestern Realty Group or online at MidwesternRealty.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. So a 43-yard kickoff return by Trey Miller uh, as they got the kickoff off before we were ready to come back on the air and let you know that uh, at the end of the night we will be bringing your McDonald's uh, player of the game for your local area McDonald's restaurants. Boy, outstanding return by Trey Miller. Great way to start the second half. Cardinals at the 47 of the Red Hawks, their deepest penetration of the game. On first and 10, it's gonna be a handoff hitting the left side of the line. Tyson Roby to the 41. Yep, good positive first down here. Sets up second and four. Second and three, they gave him seven. Play coming in from Foster along the near sideline. Foster out of the shotgun, two receivers to the right, one left. Handoff goes to Dayton Ennis. He's shy of the first down. It's like about a gain of two. 
Game two falls on the 38-yard line, third and one. Here comes third and one for the Cardinals. Cardinals only got their first first down of the game late in the first half. Marshall leading 28 to nothing, first series of the second half for Coldwater. Foster out of the gun. And it's gonna be a handoff and enough for the first down. Tyson Roby to the 35. Gain of three and a first down. So good positive start to the half for the Cardinals. Big kick return by Trey Miller and then pick up a first down. Keevan Zabonic wide left. Gabe Wagner wide right. Annis the wing on the right side. Foster going back to pass. Looking for Evan Porter and the ball is intercepted at the 10 yard line by Marshall. Oh, just what the doctor did not order. Minor with a pick. Trying to find uh, Evan Porter deep. He was one-on-one, -on -one, but pass just a little underthrown and picked off by the Red Hawks. First turnover of the game. Uh, the Red Hawks take over first and 10 from their 10. See if the Cardinals <laughs> could make any adjustments at halftime here to take away some of those big plays here that the Red Hawks featured in the first half. That was about a net loss of 25 there. Catch on the flat and a return by Vincent Hackworth. Yeah, Marshall really likes running that little flat play. They Two receivers out wide, and the one steps back a couple steps, catches the ball, and the other one then blocks the Cardinal, and it's usually picked up seven or eight yards just about every time. This time it's a gain of nine, second and one. Delay handoff was looking for Elliott Dodds, and he loses yardage. Yeah, that time the Cardinals right there to get that one stopped. Looks like uh, Roby and also Drake Thornton in on that. Minus five on the run. That's been their other uh, big gainer offensively is the quarterback pitching to the tailback following him. That's going to set up third and seven now. Miller out of the shotgun, rolling right to pass. He's being pursued. Looking for a safety valve that is caught at the 26 and a first down. Boy, that was pursuit by Drew Ennis following the quarterback all the way over, and Miller ran just about the width of the field before he found Dodds on that 15-yarder. Cardinals were blitzing, I believe, two linebackers on that play. First and 10. Marshall threatening to invoke the running clock here. If they get another score. And off goes left side to Miner. 
He's got open territory left side, one guy to beat. They may be able to force him out of bounds, and fortunately, they were able to do so, but not before he gets into Coldwater territory around the 32. Keevan Zabonik in that defensive backfield got the angle on him and forced him out of bounds, but it was a big gainer. About 39 yards. So the Red Hawks at the 32-yard line of the Cardinals here. First down. Run up the middle. Uh, I think this is the first time that they attempt to give the ball to Sheldon Dolly. On a gain of one. Tyson Roby with the stick there. No gain. Eight minutes to go, third quarter, 28-0, Marshall. Red Hawks won this game a year ago. The Cardinals had taken three straight before last year. Miller rolling right to pass, has an open receiver deep. He was being held. Pass is incomplete, but we're gonna have a pass interference penalty. Looking for Vincent Hackworth in the end zone, and he was very definitely impeded by the Coldwater player. Two officials talking it over. <clears throat> the one play was in front of one, and he was not calling it. The far side official made the call. Pass interference on the Cardinals. So the ball is going to go from the Cardinal 32. Should go to the 17. Looks yep. like it. Yep. 15 yards. First big penalty against the Cardinals, and it could end up burning them in the end as the ball's in the red zone. Miller pitching to Dodds, and he has swarmed under at the 25. Boy, again. Oh, they pitched a minor. Cardinals about three that time, smelled out the pitch with no trouble. Big loss. Loss of about seven. Boy, Miller does have a strong arm. He's he has really let go some good-looking passes tonight, and of course, he's got some very able receivers. Seven oh three left to play in the third quarter. Elliott Dodds catches the ball at the twenty, trying to make several Cardinals miss. He's finally brought down at the eighteen, near the right hash mark. Dodds is a senior in that Marshall lineup. He's not very big, but he is fast. Gain of eight, third and nine. Yep. 
Marshall is going to head to Harper Creek next week. Their other big rival. Yeah, boy, it sure is. Miller going back to pass. He's flushed out of the pocket. Finds a safety valve and through the hands of Landon Lewis incomplete. Boy, again, Drew Ennis coming from that linebacker spot. Coach Scorfar sending uh, the blitzes a little more often here, and he really puts praise quick. He really puts pressure on the quarterback, and then he kind of helps him up after, after he leveled him. Oh, fourth and 11. So we're going to get a field goal attempt from the 25, making it a 35-yarder. Rush is put on, and the field goal is no good. It was falling short, and it wouldn't have cleared the bar anyway. Yep, kind of a line drive. Never got high enough to do any damage, so the Cardinals will take over. 6-11 to go third quarter. How about that? The Cardinals able to get a stop. <laughs> Absolutely. They've been kind of few and far between here tonight, and they will take it. Let's see if they can build on that. First drive before the interception, they had moved it downfield. Of course, the big kickoff return by Trey Miller really set that up. Uh, yeah, the uh, interception, and uh, Marshall was able to march it down the field until they got to the red zone. Now the Cardinals take over first and 10 from their 18. They have an official timeout. The referee is talking to the umpire. Have that stoppage in play near the halfway mark of the third quarter. Looks like they're bringing it back. A couple more yards here. <laughs> Must be the adjudication of uh, where they take over after a failed field goal attempt. It's at their own 20. Grayson Foster out of the shotgun. Fake the handoff to Rudin. It's going to be a handoff on the counter running left side. Gain of four. Dayton Ennis with the run. That has been one of the few running plays the Cardinals have had a little success with. They fake to the wing, going to the right side, and then bring it to the back coming on the counter to the uh, to the other side and it's uh, gained a few yards here and there but second and six clock moving 530 left in the quarter short drop back by Ennis now flushed out of the pocket incomplete uh, I wonder if they say he fumbled the ball that's what the Marshall Brain Trust seems to think that he fumbled the ball and that a red hat fell on and it looked from here like it was an incomplete pass yeah, Drayson was trying to throw it to the wing, and I think what Marshall wanted was that it was behind him making it a lateral, but uh, officials overrule it, say no, just an incomplete pass. Would have been an application of the infamous tuck rule, right? Third and six. Yep, going to set up third and six. Cardinals trail 28 to nothing. Clock stopped with 5.17 left to play in the half. Here comes Drayson Foster with a play from the sideline. 
No play clocks here at Rich Holco Field, so there's a little bit of urgency here as the Cardinals send trips to the right side. One receiver to the left. Flag is thrown. Looks like we might get a delay of game here. Oh, a procedure call against the Cardinals. Wow. Wonder who jumped. I didn't see anybody jump. Did you? I didn't see anything out of the ordinary there at all. I'm not sure what that was. Well, that's going to bring up third and 11. All back at the 19. Also rolling right to pass. Finds an open receiver at the 35. It's caught for the first down. That's Dayton Ennis. Boy, that was a great catch. Foster rolling to his right. Placed it just between a couple of Red Hawks to Dayton Ennis. <laughs> Big gainer, Ennis, the fellow freshman. Ball is up to the 35. A gain of 16. Here's first and 10. Rudin set in motion. The run's going to go up the middle. Tyson Roby takes it to the 40. Good five-yard gain by Roby. Cardinal, Cardinals trying to get on the board for the first time tonight and uh, avoid getting shut out here. The Cardinals were shut out four times last year. Here's second and five. Foster out of the shotgun. Looking for Ennis at the flat. He brings it back to the 40 for ultimately no gain. They may give him one. Yeah, again, just that quick pass out in the flat and just can't get enough blocking to really make anything out of it. Third and four from the 41. Under four minutes left to play, third quarter. Foster coming in with the play. Cardinals on the far side of the field, and Cardinals there over on the hash near us here. I was going to say, near the end of the third quarter, and they're still cooking burgers here. <laughs> Big crowd tonight. Big, huge Marshall crowd. Foster going back to pass. It was almost intercepted by Will Latka. Looking for, I think he was looking for Evan Porter. Yes, and Latka had it sniffed out. He just missed. That would have went. That would have went about uh, 40 yards for a touchdown. He just missed it. Holding call on the Cardinals, but it's declined. Set up fourth and four, and here comes the punting unit. Sean, that's been a phrase we've had to say too many times tonight. I'll tell you what, uh, Landon Abel has availed himself quite nicely becoming the emergency uh, punter in the absence of Jackson Riley. Gets a line drive caught at the 37 of the Red Hawks by Ty Keeler. Yeah, Abel's done a nice job on that. He, he's a 5'11 junior, playing some defensive backfield as well. 
he just gets it and gets it off quickly, and he's needed to. So Marshall will take over on their own 34. There 34, you go. stand corrected. First down runoffs at their own 34. Give you a scoring update uh, after this first and ten play. Miller tosses on the flat to Vincent Hackworth, right side, stumbling to get to the 40. He's forced out of bounds around the 38 or so. Yep, not quite as big a gain as they usually get on that quick pass out to the flat. Picked up five. Marshall again getting the plays signaled in from the sideline. Here comes second and five. Handoff goes to Miner. Slow developing play. Find a lot of room on the left side. He's finally forced out of bounds into Cardinal territory past the 50 to about the 47. Landon Obel forcing him out of bounds. Yeah, Marshall has run a pro-style offense all evening. Usually two players split wide on both sides of the ball. Just one back. They said he stepped out of bounds at the 49, so that is where the next first down will be marked, first and 10. Red Hawks driving, under two and a half minutes left to play in the quarter. 2.27 to be more precise. Miller out of the shotgun. Tosses to the left side. Out of game of eight. Yeah, let's see who made that catch here. 86, maybe? Matthew Hackworth. Again, Auble with the stop. Two minutes to go, third quarter. Still 28-0 our score at halftime. Marshall ahead. There's the pitch to Elliott Dodds, back behind the line of scrimmage. Is uh, forced out of bounds near the line of scrimmage. Depending on the spot, he will either get no gain or have lost one. Yeah, the Cardinals did a better job that time stretching that out. No gain. Ball is on the 44, third and five. Third and five. Ball is at the 44 of the Cardinals. We were uh, guessing how many Red Hawks are dressed here. We were thinking they must have maybe 50. Over 50. Miller, two Dodds on the flat. He's brought down near the 41, about a yard shy of the first down. So it's going to set up fourth and one. Trey Miller on the stop. He's been really active defensively tonight. So fourth and one, you think the Red Hawks might go for it? Yes. 35 seconds in the third quarter. It's been a scoreless one so far. Marshall attempted a field goal from 35 yards. It was short. 
Handoff goes to Elliott Dodds, running the sweep right side. He gets the first down and more. Forced out of bounds at the 37. Yep, just enough. Again, the Cardinals did a pretty good job of stringing that play out. Picked up about four yards. Eddie Poole is in the game for the Cardinals at the linebacker spot. Uh, since the ball was forced out of bounds, the clock has stopped with 17 seconds left in the quarter. First and 10. Handoff went to Dimitri Agnatuk as Miner gets a bit of a breather. About yeah. a loss of two on the play. Big stop by Tyson Roby. Well, that'll be the final play of the third quarter. We'll switch sides and continue the Marshall Drive. Second and 12 after this one-minute break. Your score after three. Marshall 28, Coldwater nothing. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. Nottawa Gas is your local Traeger dealer featuring the new Traeger Flat Rock Griddle. A whole new world of griddling, frying, steaming, sautéing, and more. Or the Traeger Ironwood XL from Nottawa Gas. The touchscreen display and simple controls make the Ironwood easy to use. Now, if you're in the market for propane, pay just $1.64 per gallon with Nottawa Gas on your next fill-up. Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66. South of Taconch and Old 27 or shop online, nottawagas.com. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. HaskKwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Marshall High School. First play of the fourth quarter, second and 12. Not quite sure what happened there. Did a flag come out? What? Uh, huh. <laughs> the PA announcer just went, uh, <laughs> they're down. <laughs> Third and about. All right, everybody. If you have a 50 50 ticket. Marshall, I don't know if they. Just had almost nothing happened there. I'm not sure what happened. Almost the same result on the third down play. Yeah. Is that uh, Miner on the carry again? Yes, I believe so. It's going to set up fourth down. Fourth and 10 for Marshall. They're at the Cardinal 37. Fumbled. Covered by the quarterback, so it was a bad snap. So that's going to give the Cardinals the ball. Cardinals take over on downs. So a little something to hang their heads on. Uh, 
keeping the Red Hawks off the scoreboard thus far in the second half. Yeah. Doesn't make up for the long score uh, uh, scoring plays that they gave up in the first half. You know, I don't think Miller was in on those last two plays. They had maybe starting to get a few reserves in there. Oster rolling right to pass and through the hands of Gabe Wagner at midfield. Incomplete. Yeah, Foster has just had no room to really get the the ball off with any sort of uh, poise or confidence. He's had people in his face pretty much all night. It's going to set up second and ten. Wide right here comes Gabe Wagner. Keevan Zabonic wide left. It is a handoff running at right side, getting up to the 45 to the 46, about a gain of six for Rudin. Yeah, that was some hard running. Garrett Klotz was leading him through that time. Sophomore tackle. It's going to set up third and three. Ennis comes, Dayton Ennis comes in the slot right. High snap, handoff goes to Dayton Ennis. There a hole opened up on the left side, allowing him to get the first down into Red Hawk territory at the 45. Yeah, actually Roby, Roby it was. It's going to set up a first down. eh? You know, I think the Cardinals might have just had one in that third quarter, so this... They got one on this drive here. Trips to the left side, one receiver on the right. Foster looking left side, finds an open receiver and a catch of the 31. Yeah, let's see who that is on the far side. To Rudin. Yeah. Gain of 14 and a first down. Back-to-back first downs for the Cardinals. I think we might be seeing a few subs in that Marshall defense. Why not with that pretty large roster? Larger than actually we've seen in uh, a couple years for Marshall. Yeah. Trips to the right side. Foster rolling right to pass. He's being pursued in the pass incomplete, looking for Dayton Ennis at around the 25. Boy, again, there are number 67. Who is that? Ira Corrales, a sophomore. In on Foster, making his life difficult there. So we never did get a chance to mention the starting Marshall defense on the line. Landon Berger, Nick Ryan, Tayshawn Simpson, and Jay Saunders. The linebackers, Akin Olapati, Dimitri Egnatuk, and Liam Scott. And the secondary, Jack Miner, Landon Lewis, Will Latka, and Hudson Denbrock. Second and ten. Run up the middle. Trying to push to the first down marker. Tyson Roby up to the 20, about a gain of 11. Some hard running there again. Jack Rudin was leading the way for Roby. Cardinals their first significant drive of the game here. Just under nine minutes to go. 
and about their uh, first appearance in the red zone to boot. Trips to the left side, one receiver to the right. Oster looking left to pass. It's a line drive pass, caught at the 10, trying to push the Red Hawk pile forward, and Dayton Ennis stopped at about the seven, six yard line. It's gonna bring up first and goal. Balls at the eight is where they will spot it. Well, let's see if the Cardinals can get in the end zone here. Give them a little something to hang their hat on here in this second half. 8.15 left to play in the game. And off goes up the middle. So close to the goal line, they'll say that he was at the one, stopped at the one. Yeah, Roby it was. We'll say a gain of six then, so second and goal from the two. Two running backs surrounding Ennis. And it's going to be Ennis, left side, touchdown, Coldwater. Tyson Roby, I man. Yep. Two yards out, Roby uh, finishing off a drive by the Cardinals, able to get on the board here with 7.37 left. You want to hear my excuse? It's the smoke coming from the grill. They're still grilling burgers here underneath us. Here comes the point after a kick. It was a low snap. And, and oh man, Evan Porter, the holder, got pancaked. Uh, no chance for Amar Abdullah to attempt the extra point. Yeah, usually Zach Coffing is the... the uh, center on that extra point and that one was on the ground all the way back to Evan. He didn't have really any chance on that one. So 7.37 to go. Yep, 28-6 Marshall. Let's take this 30-second break. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Hi, I'm Diana Butler. I'm Jordan Butler. And I'm Allison Butler. We're your local Edward Jones Financial Advisors. When we work together, we'll focus on what's important to you. We'll use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy. And we'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Call us at 279-0541 or stop by our office at 863 East Chicago Street in Coldwater. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. From the WTVB scoreboard after three quarters at Quincy, it is Bronson on top of the Orioles 12-8. And Union City leading, reading 28-0 at Alumni Field. Pittsburgh with a 46-0 lead against Acancha. Oh, Quincy in a pretty good game over there to Quincy tonight. Well, he did uh, indicate to me not a lot of offense, which would be indicated by a 12-8 score. Kickoff is returned to the 41. Yeah, good return by the Red Hawks. Looks like uh, Logan Smirk uh, in on the stop, the junior. 41-yard line. Red Hawks take over with 7.30 left to play. 
The Marshall Athletic Boosters would like to thank our sponsors again for their continued support. Well, believe it or not, uh, Austin Miller, the starting quarterback, is still out there. He'll take the shotgun snap. Two receivers left, two right. Flag is thrown behind the Cardinal. Uh, okay. Time was running out, uh, evidently, but the Cardinals take the timeout with seven and a half minutes left to play in the game. So it looks like at the end of the night, unless there's a big collapse by Marshall, uh, the Red Hawks will improve to one and two overall, one and zero in the Interstate Eight, and the Cardinals will drop to zero and three. 0-1 in the league as they get ready to host defending Interstate 8 champion Marsh, uh, Hastings rather next Friday at Cardinal Field to wrap up Purple Week. Yeah, I think the Cardinals, they were going to get flagged for, I believe, maybe an extra man on them, but they got the timeout before that. Got it straightened out here. Late in the game, you're getting people in there that... Uh, haven't seen a lot of action. See Dalton Colville over on the uh, linebacker spot here, number 20. Miller, handoff goes up the middle. J.J. Tucker with a run of about five. Number 75, Daniel Zimmerman in on the D-line here. Seeing some new faces for the Cardinals. A second and five for the Red Hawks. See, Casey, we called your son's name. <laughs> His mom. Fake the handoff to Tucker. Wound up being a keeper by Austin Miller. Gives the Red Hawks a first down. Kendall Austin on the stop. Yeah, Miller back in there after those two plays we saw the previous drive that didn't quite go the way Marshall wanted it. So he's back in there. I think we got some uh, sub linemen in for them. Also uh, sub receivers as well, substitute receivers. Two left, two right. And uh, Vincent Hackworth, one of the receivers on the right side. Uh, catching a run to the 36. <laughs> That's interesting, Hackworth. That's Matthew Hackworth right over on this side. Yep. One's a junior, one's a senior. Split ends. Second and four for the Red Hawks. Handoff goes to the running back. J.J. Tucker gets to the 25 in the first down. On a gain of 11. Trey Miller on the stop. Also Smirka over there. First and 10 Red Hawks. Five and a half minutes left to play. Leading 28 to 6. I think we got Riley Collier out there for the Red Hawks leading that play. 
Oh, head coach Bill Dreyer giving instruction to these new players out on the field. And uh, breakdown in communication means that the Redhawks will have to take a timeout. Well, Bill Dreyer back as a head coach after taking a year sabbatical. Mike Fitzpatrick, who was the acting head coach last year, is a top assistant along with Tim Bonnell, Jim Steely, Kyle Fuller, and Josh St. Aubin. Well, it's been a tough night for the Cardinals, no doubt about it. You know, it's just hard to put much else on on this one than one of those learning experiences for the young players. And the big plays of Marshall have been the difference tonight. Here we go with first down and 10, and the ball at the 25 for Marshall, the 25 of Coldwater. I'll give you a scoring update after this first and 10 play. That is the other quarterback, Ty Keeler. Ty Keeler's pass is complete to number 11. Pass complete to Braden Cornwell. Yeah, Kendall Austin with a good one-on-one tackle over there. On a gain of one, second and nine from the Cardinal 24. So, here is that score. Quincy, 30, 35 to three, Harper Creek leading Jackson Northwest at Northwest. Ah, Harper looking to go three and oh. I think it was a keeper by Keeler and he loses one on the, well, more than one on the play. Yeah, Harper looking to go three and oh, and also Western is at Penfield tonight, looking to do the same. Comes Marshall now, it's gonna set up third and 11. Keeler still at quarterback. He's rolling left to pass, Keeler Sr. Finds a receiver at the 10, first and goal. Pass complete to Aiden Miller. Yeah, nice nice throw by Keeler. Auble with the tackle. Here comes some new Cardinals in on defense. Ball is at the seven-yard line. Under three and a half minutes left to play in this one from here at Marshall. It's been all Red Hawks, 28 to six. Here's first and goal. Keeler looking to pitch. He's gonna keep it. He's got a lot of open territory and he scores. Touchdown, Marshall. 3.17 to go in the game. Another Red Hawks score, their first of the second half here. Oh, that's an interesting development all its own. The score coming with 3.17 left. Keeler on the quarterback keeper to make it 34 to six. Oof. I said oof because I got another scoring update for you that I'll give you after the point after kick attempt by Brandon Contat. 
It's good with 3.17 left. It is Marshall 35 and Coldwater 6. So uh, I'd say Western is well on their way to victory as well in the debut of the new turf field at Penfield. Western is leading Penfield 45 to nothing. So the Panthers are going to beat the Panthers tonight. Boy, they are, uh, we mentioned earlier, a couple impressive wins by Western to start the year. Dearborn, Divine Child, and Detroit Country Day. And then no problem with the Penfield Panthers tonight. So Western next week will... Let's see. Uh, they're hosting Gull Lake in a non-league affair. While Marshall plays at Harper Creek. Gull Lake defeated Marshall in week one this season. Here comes the kickoff by Contat. It is going to be caught in the end zone for a touchback. Boy, he does have some leg. A good 60, 65 yards on his kickoffs tonight. Just about every one. The only one that didn't, Trey Miller brought back over the uh, midfield spot to start the second half. You know, Trey's been all over the place tonight defensively. Doesn't play, uh, you know, on offense really, but boy, he's, he's been a factor defensively. Tyson Roby's been on, in on a number of tackles tonight and done some pretty tough running from his uh, running back spot as well. Look for Grayson Foster to try and lead the Cardinals down the field one more time tonight. Oh, it's a high snap. Oh, how about that? <laughs> the high snap was caught by Kendall Austin, and he makes lemonade out of that lemon of a high snap. <laughs> That was off Foster's hand, and Austin was coming behind him like he's going to take a handoff. Just picked it off like it's part of the play. Got a big gainer out of it. A gain of 14. <laughs> Cardinals bring it out there at their own 34. It's been one of those nights. It has. It's been a tough one for the Cardinals tonight. Coldwater switching to their more traditional two-wing setup. Snap out of the shotgun. Handoff going to Gabe Wagner. Getting some time in as a wing back. Out a gain of two. Yeah, Trey Miller. Yeah. Trey Miller, okay. Yeah. Trey with some tough running there. Plus he went... went Lateral about five or six yards, picked up a little more. Pickup of just three, ran quite a ways to pick up three yards. Here's second and seven. Two receivers right, one left, one wing back. And one full back, oh, high snap again, but it's pulled down by Foster. He's in all sorts of trouble, and he's going to be sacked for the third time tonight. Yeah, again, that high snap really just disrupts the timing, and Marshall 
have people again that we've seen most of the night right in on Foster. Breaking development, that wasn't Foster. Oh, That's okay. the other quarterback, Landon Auble. Auble running, huh? Yes, <clears throat> and he gets sacked. Well, giving Drayson a few plays off here. He's had a, a pretty rough night, as have most of the Cardinals. On third and 12, no gain for one of the Ennis brothers. Yep, Drew it was. Under a minute to play now. It's going to be fourth and 12. Looks like, again, the punt team for the last time here. Under 40 seconds now. Clock is continuing to move. And the Red Hawks... Good act of sportsmanship. They're not sending anybody back. Now well, finally, well, they, they had too few people back, so it wasn't an act of sportsmanship. It was Keeler getting his helmet back on. Short kick. Oh, my goodness. Did it touch uh, one of the uh, yeah, Cardinals? Man. It took a funny bounce, and it landed at the 41 of the Cardinals. Yeah, quick, almost a quick kick by Auble, and it hit one of the Red Hawks coming back to block. But there weren't any Cardinals in the area to down it. So it's from the own 41-yard line of the Cardinals where the Red Hawks don't think they're even going to run a play here probably. All I have to do is send Ty Keeler out to take a knee. Yep. Well, more specifically, they're going to send Austin Miller to do so. Maybe like the uh, Lions last night, maybe a victory formation. You know, it doesn't really look like a victory formation out there. He's in, in the shotgun mode right now. Austin Miller, no rush put on him. He drops to a knee, and that's going to be it. Same effect, yep. So 35-6, to six, the final, Marshall. Over Coldwater tonight, both teams with one score in the second half. Both teams lining up at midfield for the handshake line. Marshall picking up their first win of the season in front of the Holmes uh, fans. And the student section wants to come out and uh, greet the Red Hawk players after they go through the entirety of the handshake line. And can you blame them? <laughs> was a big night. For Marshall here tonight. Huge crowd for their first home game of the season. Hopefully they fill the stands on uh, the visiting side of Harper Creek Stadium when they go out there next Friday, right? Yes, the big rivalry game against the Beavers next week. Now here comes the front of the handshake line rushing to meet the Marshall student section. Meanwhile, for the Coldwater Cardinals, regroup. Hope that Zach Coffing uh, might be able to play some next week. Might, yes. be, might be part of that. Certainly hope so. Uh, Coach Scarfar thought that would be a possibility. Still in that walking boot, Zach is, but uh, 
We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Cardinals will, as you mentioned, regroup, get back at it. Hastings will be the opponent next week at Cardinal Field. Well, Marshall with their first win of the season improves to 1-2 and two overall, 1-0 and oh in the Interstate 8. Coldwater drops to 0-3 oh overall, 0-1 oh in the league. Post-game wrap coming up. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. When the relief valve on your water heater fails, pouring gallons of water into your finished basement, or an electrical shortage in your office causes extensive smoke and water damage, or that musty odor indicates you might have a mold problem. You need a lot more than just help cleaning up. That's why ServPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties is your one-stop shop when disaster strikes. Not only do they have the equipment and expertise to clean up damage from fire, water, or mold, but they also offer a variety of construction services, which means there's just one call to make to bring your home or business back as good as new as soon as possible. So no matter what happens, ServPro is always there to help. Call Surf Pro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261 to see how they can help you get back to like it never even happened. Recycling your cardboard with Union Pallet and Container Company of Coldwater can deliver real value to your business and the environment. Recycling just one ton of cardboard saves more than 17 trees and eliminates landfill waste. To learn how you can help save the environment by recycling your company's cardboard, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. Are you dreaming of lakeside living in beautiful Coldwater, Michigan? Look no further than Case Realty Group, your number one lake sales team and lake specialist. Whether you're buying or selling, trust the experts who know the ins and outs of lakefront properties. I'm Carmen Case, and with Case Realty Group, you'll receive top-notch service, unmatched market knowledge, and a seamless experience. Dive into your dream home today. Call Case Realty Group or visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. Like to be a pet owner to something unusual? Something slimy? Hairy. Slithery. Or downright homely, something that might even terrify the average person. Come to Jungle Pets. For the squeamish, don't worry. They also have cute and furry pets. New arrivals weekly. So stop by often or check their Facebook page. Jungle Pets also carries food and supplies for all the pets they sell, including live and frozen feeders that you won't find anywhere else in Branch County. Jungle Pets in downtown Coldwater. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. On times here at Marshall High School for the homestanding Marshall Redhawks, their first win of the season. 35-6 to the final score. They beat the Coldwater Cardinals. The second win in a row for the Redhawks against the Cardinals. First victory against the Cardinals for uh, head coach Bill Dreyer. Yeah, just a dominating performance by the Red Hawks. Really no other way to put it tonight. Cardinals with one first down in the first half, late in the half. Um, had one drive late in the game when, when the teams had their uh, subs package in to get on the scoreboard. But, uh, yeah, Marshall able with their big plays to just uh, have the game in hand tonight. Cardinals will regroup, come back, and... Uh, Try to put a better face on it against Hastings next week. 
So I don't have the wherewithal on the air to try and figure out the individual stats, partially because I, I want to go home, <laughs> as, as do you. Uh, you'd like to be able to watch some of the uh, U.S. Open or go over somewhere where you can watch the U.S. Uh, Open with the charter Disney impasse that some of you may have heard yeah, about. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you you got to know people, basically. It's only 9 o'clock, too. Man, that was uh, that was pretty quick, quick game. Quickest actually. game of the season. Yeah. So uh, as far as uh, team stats, uh, Marshall had a 194 to 106 edge over the Cardinals in rushing yardage. 238 to 51 through the air. Yeah, it was. It was certainly uh, certainly all Red Hawks on both sides of the ball. Um, our uh, colleague Quinn Berry was over at Quincy tonight. Our last score there was Bronson 20, Quincy 8 with about eight minutes left. Um, then that cross-county battle, it's always a good one. Yeah, that was the last update. Uh, incidentally, I saw from Troy Tennyson on X. I hate calling it X. I'd rather call it Twitter. Elon! <laughs> well, uh, before I get too much off on a rant here, let's go over the scoring summary. First score of the game came with a minute 40 left in the first quarter on a 59-yard touchdown run by Jack Miner. PAT kick was good, 7-0 Redhawks. Your score at the end of the first quarter. With 7.50 left in the second quarter, Austin Miller with a 77-yard touchdown pass to Elliott Dodds. Point after kick was good. 14-0 Red Hawks with 5.33 left in the second quarter. Elliott Dodds on a 45-yard TD run. Point after was good. 21-0 Red Hawks. And then with a minute 52 left in the half, Austin Miller finds Vincent Hackworth 45 yards out. Point after was good. 28-0 Marshall. That was your score at the halftime break and at the end of the third quarter. First score of the second half came from the Cardinals. Tyson Roby finishing off a scoring drive with a two-yard touchdown run. The PAT was muffed spectacularly. Uh, 28 to 6 was your score and then with 3:17 in the fourth quarter, backup quarterback Ty Keeler on a 7-yard keeper. Point after was good, 35 to 6 and that was your final score. Yes, it was and uh Cardinals had a few performances tonight that, uh, you, you know, guys that worked hard. It certainly wasn't a lack of effort on either side of the ball. And, but, uh, you know, the Ennis brothers kind of uh, were very active tonight, both sides of the ball. Uh, the freshman and the junior uh, had a lot to do tonight. Trey Miller had a lot going on defensively. He was in on a lot of plays. Tyson Roby ran some really tough yardage on offense and then uh, played on the D-line as well and, and made some good plays. So those were the ones that kind of kind of uh, stood out to us up here at the press box anyway tonight. And on the offensive side, uh, certainly Dayton Ennis uh, rushing and receiving. Yes, yep. Uh, before we take our final break, how about some scores from the WTVB scoreboard? It's a final out at Northwest High School. Harper Creek 55, Northwest 10. Beavers go to 3-0, and and I believe they're going to be matched by the Western Panthers, uh, who were winning big over Penfield. Yeah, so those two looking atop the league so far in very good fashion. The last score we were able to see, 45-0, Western leading Penfield at the half. Wouldn't surprise me if that was the final score since the uh, second half was probably going to be played under a running clock. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, non-conference uh, action between Whitehall and Hastings. And at last uh, word, it was midway through the third quarter, Whitehall leading Hastings 42-10. to 10. Yeah, it sounds like Hastings uh, not going to be quite as tough as we've seen the last couple of years in the uh, I-8. Oh, my gosh, they graduated uh, uh, quite a bit of that vaunted rushing attack from uh, the past couple of years. Boy, they were, they were a dominating group the last few years for sure. Let's take this one final break for local area McDonald's restaurants and name our McDonald's players, plural, of the game. The better way to study deal. Hey, ooh, you got McDonald's? Well, we got to prep for this calculus final. With McDonald's. Mickey D's so good, it might make us smarter. <laughs> I don't think your logic adds up. Mm, let's test that theory. Two favorites for six bucks just makes sense. Choose from tasty options like a double cheeseburger, six-piece McNuggets, and large fries. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. McDonald's players of the game, plural. Let's first go off with your honorable mentions. Yeah, and that was Trey Miller, who was in on so many plays defensively. Uh, you know, and then uh, uh, Tyson Roby, too, on both sides of the ball, was was in there battling all night long. And in a game like this... and. You could say that for all the Cardinals. In a game like this, that's, that's not easy to do, uh, but uh, they certainly certainly did hang in there. But for McDonald's players of the game, and we said plural, the uh, leading consensus, the Ennis brothers, Drew and Dayton. Boy, you know, they both had uh, much bigger roles tonight because of the coughing injury and, and also Jackson Riley, and both stepped up and on both sides of the ball and were... Uh, Big, uh, big factors tonight for the Cardinals. So congratulations to junior Drew and freshman Dayton. The Ennis brothers are McDonald's players of the game. A couple more scoring updates with 448 left in the game. Bronson just scored again to lead Quincy 28-8. to It's a final out on Alumni Field. Union City defeating Reading 28 to nothing, And at Tecancha, the Indians fall to Pittsburgh. By final of 46 to 8. Here, Coldwater falls to Marshall 35 to 6. Back to the drawing board and a week to prepare for the Hastings Saxons, who, uh, based on that score that I gave you in their game up at Whitehall, uh, they could be 1 and 2 coming in. So uh, that could be a bit more competitive game than we've seen uh, the past couple of years when the Saxons were able to run literally roughshod over everybody in the I 8. Yeah, and Purple Week always uh, seems to bring out the best in the, the Cardinal sports teams. Looking forward to that next week. Uh, Quinn Berry will join me, Mike side for the Purple Week football game. Kickoff at 7, pregame coverage beginning next Friday at 6.30. But you'll be back with me Wednesday for our first Coldwater volleyball broadcast of the season. Happens to fall during Purple Week as the Cardinals will entertain the Hastings Saxons, uh, a Saxons team that uh, I, I didn't realize it until I saw the uh, team preview in the Hastings banner. They went 31-24 and 24 last year. Wow, okay, yeah. yeah remember, the Cardinals and Saxons went the full five sets in their matchup at Hastings last year before the Cardinals put all, pulled out the W. So yep. it could be a pretty entertaining contest uh, on Wednesday 
Beginning at 6.30, you and I, Mike Side from the Coach Floyd E.B. Gym. As always, we hope you can join us both Wednesday and Friday. For now, that's the story from here at Marshall High School's Rich Holco Field. For Justin Lopshire and for Mike Murphy, Sean Watson signing off from the home of the Red Hawks. 28 first-half points, and they go on to beat the Cardinals by a final of 35-6. to Until next Wednesday and next Friday, good night, everyone. Thanks for listening to tonight's game, brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club, Branch County Abstract and Title, CNO Insurance Services, Case Realty Group, CEM Supply, Cole Ford, Hewley's Jewelry, Diana, Jordan, and Allison Butler, Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, SKWood PC, Hallett Trailers and Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing and Embroidery, Jay Wright, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, Jungle Pets, Matt Hallett Homes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Realty Group, Nottawa Gas and Wild Bird Center, Sir Pro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties, Southern Marsh Realty, and Union Pallet and Container Company. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238 CD Coldwater.